Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. On today's episode, Jimmy is not here, but say hello, Phoenix. Hello, everyone. Phoenix Carnavale is in here as my sidekick. We have the great Frankie Edgar in studio. Talk about his fight this weekend, March 3rd, versus Brian Ortega, who's also calling in later. My buddy Sapo's in here. It's a party. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Yeah. You're half right. <laughs> my Jimmy's not here today, but I got my... Good buddy, Phoenix Carnavale. When I said that, I moved the mic and it went into my mouth and it's weird. My good friend, Phoenix Carnavale is here and I'm so happy that... Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you can clap. Thank you, Christopher Deuce. I, I agree. I'm going to clap as well. Uh, I miss Phoenix. I haven't seen her in a while. Jimmy has jury duty. So, I don't know. He couldn't get out of that. I can't believe he can't get out of that. So maybe he just does. Maybe just... Is, is literally tied up at the moment with a oh. fucking ball in his mouth or something. But <laughs> Bring out the gimp. A scene out of the uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no, I was just showing Phoenix. You know what I was pointing ahead with my phone? You see what that said? Yes. Dean that Thomas. Was, that was Dean Thomas's Instagram. Yeah. And it was a, it was a improv. It was an improv bit. Why you are know you giving him shit? <laughs> That's what the fuck I think. Because well, if there was an unlike fucking button on there, I'd press it. Why? I'm sorry. I don't want to attack him and his friends, but now he's he's got some more followers. That's my good friend Dean Thomas. I like to attack him when he can't defend himself. See, see, but no, no, he loves that improv because I because he has a great great personality. He does. He's got a great personality. So how can he think that shit's funny? Or maybe it's not funny. Maybe it's an art form that I just have no idea. Really, I don't know. I listen. I like to play make believe too. Man. Well, I was, that's I was why a little I younger. Wanna, I want to do a skit with you. You know what I wrote him? What I just texted him. I just said. uh what did I... Hang my phone for a second. Because <laughs> some stuff's got to be organic. So I, I just... Because me and Dean Thomas, he's <laughs> he's a friend of mine where you don't really... You know you're not going to hurt each other's feelings. You know? Yes. So I seen that just now when I was in the restroom. Yeah. I'm, I'm very clean, by the way. Yeah. But I, you know, I had a little time to text. So I was... Um, <laughs> so I texted him. And I and sometimes it's just instinct. It just comes in. You can't hold it in. So I'm not going to put something on there because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Even though I'm, I'm saying it now. I'm saying it to, I'm saying it to the well, I'm the talking to you in Phoenix it. and it just happens that everybody's listening. I just wrote to him, holy fuck, that clip makes me want to punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I felt bad. So I wrote back, I'm sorry, man. I go, have fun. 
Oh, boy. Oh, look at him. <laughs> he just texted back. Ah, he don't care. He's laughing. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dean. He's Dean fun. Thomas is uh is a good friend of mine, and I, I meet. I miss that guy. I'm hanging out with that guy soon, actually. For looking for a fight. Yeah, but that's uh, that's all. Oh, that's all we have to keep shit under wraps. And you can't. We just like us. the spring one. Yeah. I'm not telling you where we're going, uh. but some place where I'm probably definitely too fat to go, <laughs> unless it's fucking way. Unless we go back to Alaska. But my hashtag's gonna be too fat for somewhere. But I'm happy it's I trained this morning. But anyway, so we're going to, listen, Frankie Egg is coming in today. I'm very excited I about that. I am so that. happy. Former champ, pound for pound, one of the best guys to ever step foot in the fucking octagon. Um, just a guy that's always improving and always just, just kicking everybody's ass, man. If, I mean, if Frankie's If this was the just... Matrix and I could download like powers and stuff, I would want to be Frankie Edgar. It's I amazing. always say that. It's amazing what he puts together and yet- it seems like he's not like feared. That's not true. I mean, it seems like, like I don't know. Like guy, I think guys feel they could take him until they're in there with him, and then like he, I mean, look, he look what he did to uh, even Jeremy Stevens, who who had him at one point. Because Frankie gives you those. Oh no, he's in trouble. Yeah. Then he comes back and he's like, it's like he never got hurt. Where guys are still showing signs. Oh man, he's still on wobbly legs. When he weathers something, he weathers it, and now he's now you're like, oh man, now I put a lot out of my tank, and this motherfucker's like he's just getting yeah. warmed up. I do what that, I like. That's really true. He does clear the cobwebs better than oh. anybody in the sport. It's like, this it's deep true. psychological thing with him, this thing about competition. Yeah. He just he's a competitor. He yeah. he he said he would compete. It didn't matter if it was chess, if it was bowling, like he's just so crazy competitive. So that getting hit or something yeah. or even the thought of losing sparks that uh, in him uh, yeah. and he comes back really strong. I mean, I'm getting like Yair Rodriguez before he he um, had that fight with Frankie. Mm -hmm. What was his? Was he? Did he? Was he undefeated or no? I or think he, had, he, had he one was impressive. Uh, he had some fight of the nights, yeah. but it was you know it was almost booked as a new school and old school type right. fight, and right. you know the guy's fucking juggling on a skateboard or whatever he's doing, and fucking you know the guy's juggling showing that. Well, whatever he's doing, he's doing these new techniques and he's break dancing. Well, you know, he's doing and fancy then, kicks, but it's not like he, but, uh, he doesn't see that on a regular with Edson. You know, he was two and one, and then he was ten and one when he fought Frankie, and he lost that fight. So mm -hmm. he's ten and two now. But yeah, I mean, he was dazzling everybody with his kicks, and you know, right. but he's never lost. In, besides Frankie, he's only lost. That's his first UFC loss. Right. Yeah, and he has he been back since. No. The fuck did Frankie do I this? Think and he, I no, love Yair. He, he went was to he the taking hospital. a break? Was he hurt? What happened? I think he did take a break. He was yeah. he was cut up pretty bad by Frankie. It was Doctor Stoppage, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was looking for a new camp. Like he real, you know, that beating essentially he took from Frankie. Really, he, yeah. It showed him that he needed. He to was like, learn so I don't wrestling, really so. know wrestling, yeah. and yeah. I'm gonna have to learn that. There's so much. Now listen, are we gonna? <clears throat> there's so much to talk about. Are we going to talk about the fights and the picks and this and that? We shouldn't have to wait till Wednesday, a Thursday. Oh for no, that we can do. I mean, we have Frankie coming in, then yeah. we have Brian Ortega. I mean, we could do it at the end of the show. We could do some now if you want, whatever you want. I to mean, do. I have a nerdy I, question. Nothing, though, I have to ask. You. I did get a lot. <laughs> I know why Don't you forget want to about that, that question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not known to pick them lately. I've been pretty shitty with my picks. I'm pretty good. I got, listen, I'm back. I will, well, yeah, I will give myself right? some credit. Yeah, yeah, I'm usually right. Are you on record before that? Or are you, are you like, a, yeah, I picked that after no, the fight. No, no, I mean on, not the, that I, on the internet not that I'm, shit. I'm just you'd bullshit. <laughs> you know what, though? You you were in right before GSP Bisping. And yeah, you, and I said GSP uh, by submission. submission. Yeah. yeah. Did you say what round or anything? I think she, I said well, the I don't want to fucking, then I don't want to, I don't want you Get all excited. I'm like, Phoenix, you're open game in here. Yeah. Are you serious? What do you mean am I serious? Yeah, that's, a, that's a two-pointer. It's not a three-pointer. <laughs> okay, well, Don't get too excited. 
win by submission. I'm only kidding, Phoenix. Good job with that. Thank you. <laughs> well, we can go over the picks anyway. Like, but I haven't seen you in a while. So I've been, we I have to, and we're going to talk movies too. Don't get me. Don't forget about that. We're going to talk about that that last we Jedi. We have a lot to talk about. We have to talk. I didn't see Black Panther yet. We're going to talk about the last Jedi because you know we have to talk about it. I and, don't and, have good things. Well, to Well, we're going to let's save it for a little bit. I'm excited. I know you don't have good okay. things to say about it. I got a, I got a particular problem with that movie. I have a lot and, of problems uh, with it. I want to talk about it, and the people want to hear about it. Okay. But now, are we going to discuss... The, I want to do that yeah, why don't we picks go over now? the picks quick? Let's yeah. go over the picks now, and we're getting back to that movie. I don't know if okay. Frankie's seen it, too, by the way, because he could jump in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me... Let's, let's, let's go through those picks. And by the way, first of all, I have to bring a special... I like to bring a special attention with a fight that, that moves me. Okay? I have a feeling I know where you're going to go with this. Go ahead. I don't know about that. Go ahead, go ahead. Did you ever see Princess Bride? I don't think it means what you think it means. I don't think it means what you think it means. Listen, tell me, Phoenix, what what are you talking about? What do you think I'm going to say? Are you going to bring up the McMahon fight? Yes, I am. Okay. She's good, huh? You know know why? I actually was waiting to come in because... That's good. Very good. Sarah McMahon's good, but she made very basic mistakes on the ground. let's say she fought Marion Renault. Yes. Yes. Now, Marion Renault, thank you. Do you see that? Yeah. I was Renault's so impressed. I got her name old, right. Giving me hope. 40 years old. She's, a, I believe, a high school teacher. She's a school teacher for sure. Yeah. Not, I think it's high school. What is her record in the UFC before this fight and, and up until now? Like what? Uh, I'm going to get it. Home. Because I feel, where'd she come from? How come I don't know about this girl? What's the matter with me? What's the matter with me? Uh, I don't know. But what? This, continue? Well, let me tell you about this fight while he's looking up her record. Um it started off looking, I mean, that first round, it could have been a 10-8. I mean, she took down, um, Sarah McMahon always has glimpses of looking just phenomenal. Yep. She punched it's her like, way into that first takedown. She take punched down. her way in, and her takedowns are beautiful. And she got she got into that crucifix position, much like, like go ahead, were you going to chime in? Yeah, I was going to say, her overall record is 9-3-1. and one. She has two losses to Holly Holm and Ashley Evans-Smith. Yes, both that's deci- right. Uh, both decisions in the UFC. And she has a majority draw against Betch Cohea. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, she has four, uh, um, five wins in the UFC. Well, listen, this fight, why I why did I enjoy this fight so much? Let me tell you. Because there was some chess match happening well, there. What, what I've seen, and now, it was one of those situations where, and I like, I, first of all, I love the commentary by DC. Yeah. Daniel oh, yeah. Cormier He's is, great. he might be one of my favorites. I mean, he, because he, I'll get into that too later on, because they, that guy doesn't make it about him. There's several times during that night that he could have kind of made things about himself, and he never does that. I love that. He did that when, um, uh, who was calling him out? Oh, uh, Latifi. Latifi yeah. yeah, and he kind of went right to him, and he he downplays everything. And then even when uh, Sam Alvey, we're getting to all these fights, and Sam Alvey kind of said, and and uh, DC, you know, he's making a joke that DC went over there, and you know, DC is just a, I mean, that guy, what a likable guy, and he's so natural and and smart with the stuff he says as far as regarding the fights. Now, with Sarah McMahon fight, he was saying how give on top. She's a monster. Yeah, you know what I mean, and she, and with her grappling, but and, and at a certain point, he uh, I, I believe that he said that Marion said that she had the advantage on the floor. Okay, that that leading up to this fight, she she felt that she had the advantage. When Sarah gets cross-eyed, but with, with all her listen, how many years has she spent just keeping people pinned on their yeah. back? And so that's she's why so I, I think that we underestimate, uh, underestimated Misha Tate her entire career. Yeah. Because Misha Tate held Sarah McMahon down and Sarah McMahon yeah. is so unbelievably strong. Yeah. I was like, wow, man, Misha's underrated. Like, well, that no, was Misha's, unreal. Misha was great with yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. And, you know, but, but with, on her back, she's not that great. 
You know right. what I mean? Because she's that's a t- that's where she needs her work. But on top, I love the way she was getting that crucifix position. Yeah. I do something very similar. What, where step you have over the, on the, the hook, arm and trap well, it. Well, she either traps it or she brings her knee through right in the armpit, and it comes down, and also that arm strapped. Yeah, I love that. There's certain uh, transitions, even on my Instagram. If you look on my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, if people are listening, uh, you can see there's a, a, I'm rolling one of my black belts with a gi on, and I go from the crucifix into a Kimura setup. Right. That just, I see that it's so right there. People just, it's such a, a beautiful transition that you keep the one arm from touching the other arm the whole time from that crucifix position. So in short time, like she, even though she almost had her out of there, she had her, towards the end, she had her just full blown up. We did it again. Oh, man. We did okay. it again. You need to keep everything <laughs> away from I that. I talk with my hands. <laughs> I spill things, people. I listen. This happened again. You do talk with your hands. This is a recurring theme. One night, I thought there were two drunk Italians having an argument, and it was two drunk deaf people using sign language. (laughs) Did that really happen? You did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. That's Um, that's me for fucking hitting the boop. No, so give me a high five. I yeah, miss you, man. Phoenix. Phoenix, we're back. I have questions. Uh, my energy just hit me now. By the way, what, what was it? The Diet Coke that you? Well, just I mean, I, I, that makes me laugh. I'm a fucking no, simpleton. Go back to what you're saying. Where was I saying about? You, you were talking about the cross sides. You were okay, about how you I love set up that crucifix, crucifix position. When it comes down to short time, like in other words, all right, the bell's gonna ring and she's kind of still hanging in there. There's transitions into a submission right. from there that I love, but that's just. Kind of me going off into All my right, own. All right, I have jiu-jitsu. a jujitsu nerd question. Yes. Then. So DC was saying about controlling the underhook on the opposite side yes. to get out of that. Uh, oh, I'm sorry for, for for the crucifix. Oh, for the person on bottom. Right. Well, in other words, her when when somebody has an underhook on you on top, and your arm is out, you're actually keeping them on top of you. And right. a lot of times with strikes, that arm that the people have an underhook on, you have to try to manipulate their balance on bottom to get that arm from them having an underhook to you if not getting an underhook at least to get a frame or your own underhook uh, to get out okay so that's did i answer that yeah well that was all round one okay yes. so then we go into round so two listen, so listen so she barely got out of round one i that's mean not, right. even though she was tough if she cannot defend that i mean you, uh, you it reminds me of um of many fights but even if you look at like a bj penn with matt hughes when he had him there and Matt Hughes, that second fight when Matt right. Hughes was working him over. It's a very bad position. So she she got out of that round. And you're thinking, man, this this can't hit the floor again. You know what I mean? So then it, a lot of the – I noticed a lot of things the other night, of the advice between rounds. And, you know, some things stick out. Now, her corner – Who, um, Sarah's or Renault's? No, uh, Ray, Renault's. Yeah. Okay. Did I say, now I said her name. <laughs> look at you. Look at me like – I gave it yeah, that. You got it. Renault. Uh, no, no, right now. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. She, um, they were telling her the right thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I forgot exactly what they were saying, but I know they were saying as far as, you know, like, don't, you know, you got to, you know, be first with the strikes and you got to, you know, they were saying, whatever they were saying, I remember being like, okay, that's good advice. That clicked yeah. out of my head. Now, she, Sarah, she got, she got caught early. She got hit. She did. She got and, a huge right hand, but, but she, she punches she, wide. Yeah. Well, she, she threw a great combination. Sarah, Sarah punches wide. Yeah. And I love that Marion took that. Frankie just came in. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. We're going to talk about this. But once she got in, okay, let's see when he's coming in. Yeah, he's coming. Uh, I love that when she took her down, she did not let her get cross-eyed, Phoenix. No. Phoenix, you don't got ADD. Look at me right now. I am. They're going to come in in a second <laughs> and we'll talk to Frankie. Listen, 
So when she got her, and she next thing you know, that's like I'm like now you see that jujitsu. She got her in that open guard, and right away she boom boom. I almost knocked over a coffee. She got her right into the triangle. Sarah's hand was in there, yeah, which sometimes could make it hard to strangle somebody and or put somebody to sleep in class or whatnot. But she could elbow her. She started elbowing her and working her over, and then you see her grabbing the ankle and get it right to the bend of the knee. I'm like, yo, this is gonna be a wrap. Oh, and so then when she ended up was... finishing it, I was just, oh, but, man. Okay, so for, for oh, my, was from my perspective, she she gets rocked, and then McMahon does a really smart thing. She goes into she goes into a trip after attempting a single. So she gets down on the ground. Yeah. And then because I, my jiu-jitsu is not that strong, I wasn't really sure what transition got her into the triangle in the first place. Well, once she took her down, she did not end up cross-eyed. Okay. Uh, I, uh, Marion did enough to have her in an open guard, and then right away, you could tell, uh, she's a black belt, I believe. Yes. Yeah. You could tell right away, she, that's not the first triangle she set on, you know, yeah. got on. So, you know, that's stuff that you have to address immediately. So if you, you can't spend time on your knees in an open guard, it's, it's a dangerous thing. So that's why, like, you know, a lot of times, like, these wrestlers, they can do damage from within the guard. But, you know, you're, you, you sleep for a second, you're going to be going to sleep. You're going to be getting right. caught in shit with a good, somebody with a good guard. So she didn't clear her legs. Marion had a great open guard, and she ended up tying her up and getting her, um, locking her up into that triangle position, uh, triangle submission, and just working over with elbows, softening her up, and then taking her out. So that fight went from just a dominant to- McMahon. A dominant McMahon first round, I'll say a 10-8. It was just dominant. Yeah. Punching her way in, pretty flawless. Yeah. Not taking any damage. And then, boom, man, what a turnaround. She hurt her on her feet, Marion. And then she, then she, when she got taken down, she was straight up. I know I cannot let her get cross-eyed. She knew that, so she just boom, 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 locked up that submission. I, I and that's I saw that the next day because I ended, I, I had, a, I had a, um, my kids dance competition. Dance, that day. Dad. Oh, that was I an think all that's day the cutest thing, thing ever. It was an really all do. day thing, man. I'm gonna talk about that later too, okay? <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> you know, that was a fun fight. It was it. Well, it I seen that the next day, and it was a pleasant. Pleasant, su- like surprise to me. So, I always like first I'm like, oh, fights. I go, oh, Sarah McMahon's on this card. Oh, I because something. Listen, there's so many damn fights. All of a sudden, they slip on sometimes, and it was a prelim, and I'm like, I am so happy I caught that fight. Me too. It's just stood out in my mind. It I was like such the Angela Hill fight. fight too. You can that bring him in fun. whatever. Yeah, why don't we grab Frankie? We'll Get Frankie, bring him in here, man. Yeah. Former champ. The Angela Hill fight was a fun fight. And whoever's yeah. with him, whoever I don't know if he's got an entourage. Bring everybody in. I th- I, I thought I saw Sapo too. Yeah, I saw Sapo walk in with him. Sapo in here. Um, that was a good fight. I just called him Sapo. What the fuck? You did call <laughs> him Sapo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his last name again? I just called him Sapo. Me too. I love Sapo. <laughs> Sapo's the nicest, one of the he nicest is. fucking guys. He is a sweet dude. Brazilians are nice guys, but he's extra nice. He's just a fucking sweetheart of a guy. What about Mike Perry versus Matt Griffin? Did you watch that one? I did watch that one. That one was fun. That one hit me hard, man. I I, I really like, I, I mean, listen, Mac, props to Max Griffin, you know? Oh, he did. Well, oh, I, he did well. I really like Mike Perry. I, yeah, there's something he's a about sweet Mike, guy. Well, if there's something more to him, like he's a very honest guy, mm-hmm. and he's a fighter through and through. And even though we got different type styles, we, like back when I was fighting, especially early on, I was a very straightforward fighting so fighter. Like, but like that's what he's doing, and guys are reading that. So there's things that he's going to have to switch up a little bit. Yeah, so things that come to mind. And DC was saying some things, adding some feints. You know what I mean? Some yeah, fakes. because he's not as speed is not but his, when his that, thing. When that was on the floor, we're talking Max Griffin and uh, oh, yeah. and Mike Perry. Right. When it was on the floor, 
He's got some underused, underappreciated grappling. What I want to see more of. 20 seconds more in that first round. Yep. He's mounted. Max he, wasn't, he got look, Griffin's Max back, too. No, but he, he did Frankie. great trains. Frankie Edgar! What's up, Frankie? What's up, man? How are you? Good to see you, man. Frankie, I know you're like, why are you everywhere, Phoenix? Uh, no, he's like the jack of all trades. <laughs> Who's here with you, by the way? Sapo? Sapo's here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man? Ali sent the uh, yeah. cavalry, you know? Sapo's Sa welcome to hang out, man. Don't, why is that guy outside, man? Yeah, he's the man, bro. Why don't you bring him in here? Tell, on, get a, on, why don't you get a fucking seat for Sapo, man? He's a fucking... Fuck... Hey, yeah, Sapo! Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what the fuck you waiting for, man? Hang out with us, man. Come on, man. Hey, Sapo, how are you doing? We're going to fucking catch up with Frankie. Hang out with us. We're going to get you a chair. Um, take Chris to produce his chair until he gets back. <laughs> Frankie, really important. We're going to get to the fight in a second. Yeah, yeah. So good to see you, man. Yeah, always, man. I was going to text you. I got to get your number again. Unless you change it because no, maybe I was no. stalking you. No, get but, out of uh, here. But I tried to call you yesterday and I got, I don't know, I don't have your fucking number anymore. No way. That's weird, no? no? Yeah. Maybe I do and I don't you know. You do. Come <laughs> I was looking for it. Probably know a couple like, Frankies, I imagine. We're coming in tomorrow. <laughs> I was so excited. Now, really quick, before we get to your fight with uh, with Brian Ortega this weekend in Vegas, on March 3rd on pay-per-view. You see, I'm always plugging. Nice. Yeah, Did you nice. see The Last Jedi or no? No, I did not okay. yet. Right. Not yet. <laughs> Everybody's like, what is this important question? Yeah. Sit down, Sapo. Did you, you see The Last man. Jedi? That Sorry? Star Wars movie? Oh, yeah. You yeah, did yeah. see it? <laughs> we're going to talk about that later. I'm sure <laughs> so I don't want to do spoilers yeah, now. Don't, don't. I want to see it. I want to okay. see it. Okay, then we're going to talk it. when yeah. you're out of here about yeah. that. Did you see the fights over the weekend? I did. Did you? I did. What you think of? Uh, what you think of Jeremy Stevens and, uh, and Emmett? Dude, both guys, you know, slung. I know it was a little controversial, but, you know, I mean... What do you think about that? I, did you think it was uh, now that knee? It looked like it, like it glanced. I don't think the knee made a no, big difference. No, it was difference. on its way down. Yeah, I, so I don't think it made a big it, difference. And then the, no, on the I mean, way back, when he was retracting it, it just bumped up against. Him. I think it's kind of funny because I think uh, Dominic Cruz tra he trains with uh, yeah with Jeremy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was so like, like so I saw some I saw on one of the uh, on one of the alpha males Instagram. It was like, ah, a little bias, and they show Cruz up in the thing, like, yes! He's like fucking amazing. screaming. <laughs> it was fucking great. I like the shit between Dominic Cruz and the Alpha Males. I don't know uh, why they, I like it, but I think oh, they got some funny fucking drama going on. So there's a lot of drama about if it's controversial or not. I don't think, listen, the hit to the back of the head when they're on the floor... This shit could happen, man. Yeah, I mean, that, he, he was hurling over at the time, yeah. I mean, listen, he got rocked by, by Emmett. You know, he's he's a opportunity to finish him. He's doing everything he can to uh, finish him. I mean, right. it's a fight. We're fighting. And what, honestly, uh, the whole knee thing, what's the difference getting hit with your, your a knee on the ground or yeah. if you're uh, an inch off the ground? There's no difference. I mean, I think it's probably harder to hit someone hard with a knee on the ground. Yeah, you, than it is when they're, load yeah, it. you can't right. load up as much. It's one thing if it was like a blatant, like fucking Michael Bisping versus Jorge Rivera when he's on all fours yeah. and he all, all fours and he fucking knees him bad and then he lands flush. But should you, you know? get penalized for attempting to do something that didn't actually land? Right? right? Like, I mean, if he caught it, if, if the ref caught it, maybe, but he didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, right. it's, it's already after the fact. I think it's, it's, it's too but late. He, you know? But he also knocked him down with like a, a bread and butter combination where it was a right hand, left hook. That was the combination that put him down in the first place. And he was already rolling to his side and not really defending when the elbows hit. I can't predict fights for shit, but I got that one right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, no? I'm so fucking myself. happy about that. <laughs> really? I got a few now. You're bad yeah. at predicting them? I don't know. I just, I'm such a wishy washy person, but I can't pick nothing. So, <laughs> Someone, if I hear That's Matt good. say say he's gonna pick this guy, I'm like, damn. And I hear Sapo say, I'm like, damn, he might be right too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> um, 
I'm bad in the sense that I get kind of biased and I pick with my heart sometimes. I'm just like that. Or I go for the underdog. There's two people that I can't watch fight without having like a minor heart attack. Well, Anderson Silva at the time and you. You're like the only... But I'm, I'm retired like, now. Like, oh, you mean Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you were talking to me or Sapo. I, I, I don't I, know. I just... <laughs> I the always, people at home know what's going because on. I, because I'm small and Frankie's small, so like yeah. I always want to fight people, like bro. Frankie. Well, Matt's so. not too fucking big, you know? He's oh, I'm wide, Frankie. Yeah, yeah, just, sure. <laughs> <laughs> How's your father doing? The family's good. Yeah, everyone's doing well. And man. the kids are good. Yeah, yeah. Now, your kids, they... you you. I want to know how you handle this because I had a dance competition yesterday. <laughs> Sapo, you have children? No, no, no? Okay. <laughs> not um, that he knows of. Not that he knows of. Not that he knows of. Your kids do wrestling. Yeah, my, my middle one does. My older one kind of a little bit every once in a while. And, and your daughter, is she in anything? Like Nothing dance? yet. She's three. Oh, she's, she's a little three. younger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because um, I know they were kind of near my, my kids' age. When your kids have a tough time with the, um, with, with, like a tough time at, at the wrestling tournaments, it, like they win, they lose a match or the first match they lose. How do you, how are you dealing with that? It's tough to do. Yesterday, I was at a tournament yesterday with my son. He was, was at a, a, bar, a barn yesterday. burner. A barn burner. And okay. He won in overtime, but it was emotional. You know, everyone's screaming. Yeah. You know, he, everyone wants to watch the kid. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, all the family's there. And he was getting points scored on him, get, you know, scoring points. Yeah. End up going to overtime. He's kind of emotional during the whole thing. Yeah. And he, but he wins. He, this he, is Frankie? This, this is, is little... Santino. Oh, Santino. And he went. He wins the match. So guts it out. It was, yeah. it was, I was proud, you know, proud dad moment. And his dude's crying. He's all pissed off. I'm like, dude, you won. Do you know yeah. you won? <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Is and he how like is he you now? at all? He's seven. He's seven. Yeah, oh, he's tiny. Cool. 45, 45 pounds. Right. <laughs> so, so now what about when they had a match that didn't go? so well yeah have no done, i mean earlier in, earlier in the day he lost the match you know and 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 how is how do you deal with that well how do you deal with that like the first time they've lost the match yeah like, uh, is there like a lot of tears from them oh, and tears from, tears big how tears, do you hold man. that together frank i mean do you are you an emotional guy like me or do you no, kind of like you, I, I can't, you know i keep it tight got you got if you if you don't want them to be emotional yeah. you can't be emotional yeah. you know what i mean right and like i try to keep it together even before the match all yeah. my butterflies are gone but i try not to yeah. show that to him you know what i mean yeah you want I mean, it's like if you had a fighter, right? You don't want to be all nervous in front of your no, fighter no, before they true. fight. You know? And I guess it's got to be different with the um, with the boys, I guess. You know? Yeah, it's a little definitely. I, I, I could see with my girl, it's going to be different, for sure. Cause you guys, oh, what, what you don't understand is that you have to let women cry. It's yeah. just as normal well, as you look, guys look, getting pissed off. We yeah. just got to really, get it out, and then everything's fine within a couple listen, of seconds. We're going to talk. I just want to talk about really quick about this thing yesterday, because only because <laughs> he wants to talk about it. But I want to talk to Frankie about it, see how he would handle it. But my daughter, now this is, listen, I went to a dance comp yesterday. And don't you get nervous. We're going to talk about Conor oh, McGregor's no, comments. No, no. Yeah. If I don't get certain <laughs> shit in, this guy starts biting his nails. You got some time. You just got here. Of course. But really quick, Frankie and Sapo. And Phoenix, <laughs> I was at my kids' dance comp yesterday. Right now, picture this. Now they're good; they're really good. But the, my wife, she just booked the thing for Florida, so they just got. They were in a week during the vacation, the winter vacation. So that's like a week missing practice. But anyway, they then they went to the dance comp on Saturday, and they got back Thursday night. Long story short, that's no, probably gonna be longer than that. <laughs> so they're doing, and they're doing good. They do a couple numbers, and then they have their solos, right? So. You know, I have my nine-year-old who's killing it, and my six-year-old does really well also, you know? So she did her first solo, but before she did her first solo, a girl be, now the, you know, the kids are up there, and it's at a gymnasium, a high school, you know, it's pretty packed. And now one girl did like, a, a little girl, like around like six years old also, did like the Boots Are Made For Walking song, and next thing you know, <laughs> okay. she, came, she came to a halt, a halt. And it's one of those things where she's like getting stage fright, this little kid. Sapo, those are the worst. It's <laughs> so I'm feeling bad for this kid. You hear like in the audience, like, oh my. And I'm like, oh my uh, God, yeah, it's yeah, every yeah, piss. Yeah, yeah. So then 
you know, the kid ran off. So it's like, oh, that's, that that gets you in the fucking, you know. So then next thing you know, my, my little six-year-old's up there. Frankie, this is brutal, man. I'm going to keep it together. Don't worry. So there's times I get, I get emotional with my kids and he gets nervous with me. But listen, so my, my six-year-old, she started and then you seen her start to, she was doing good in the beginning and then you seen her starting to think about uh-huh. what's going on and then you see her look off. Dude, my kid ran off the stage. Uh-huh. It was one of those, uh, one of the worst feelings I ever felt in my life, Frankie. I had to, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I, so I ran out. My wife runs out in tears. You know, my kid's a mess. Oh, uh, it was one of the it's most tough. Broad, like, I, I'm not here to get everybody depressed. It's, it's a happy no, ending. So yeah, listen, man. so this is what. It's one, a happy ending. But this is what, so, no, no, it is. Because this is what, so, this is what impressed me so much, though. And, it, and it, I told her. How I was so impressed with this. Like, you know this, Frankie. And I've seen this with, and Saba, you can relate, at jiu-jitsu tournaments or something where a guy or a girl, they compete, they lose, they don't want to play no more. They don't right. want to go oh, back yeah. in. Oh, yeah, I yeah. don't want to feel that. And especially when they're kids. So she was bawling and she still had a tap solo to come up. So she had to go back out there. Now I'll finish the story. So she went back out there. And she fucking killed it. And she, that's and great. I got second in that. But that's so. huge, though. Right? What a learning that, experience yeah, for her. Oh, you don't got to <laughs> clap for my kid, but that's okay <laughs> if you do. Yeah, okay. but what, you know, you win some, you but, uh, lose some, no, whether it's fighting fire, or fire, dance or whatever. Line, that's you got to take in consideration how dude. young they are. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, but and I coach wrestling kids, and you, these parents are so hard on their kids. I'm like, dude, they're yeah. seven years old. It doesn't matter yeah. right now. Yeah, no, but that's Yeah, it's a great experience, whether they're hard experience, you learn a lot. But that showed me a lot that she went back out there. I told her how brave she was yeah. and this and that. That's awesome. Because that is that is a that's something like as a parent you you feel that like yeah, you know oh what yeah. I mean? You it's the, like, the, oh, the bubble guts, man. man. Bubble guts. <laughs> you know, but uh, I guess with a little, but a boy sometimes I guess you got to be a little, a little harder. You know what I mean? Trying to right? run a man, you know? Yeah. I, I don't second. think I've yelled Wait at my daughter second. yet. She's three years Wait old. I haven't yelled at my second. daughter yet. <laughs> I have three brothers, but I am the son my father has always wanted. <laughs> yeah, so if, your brothers if, are a bunch of sissies, if, huh? Is that, being, is that what you're telling like, me and Sabo over here? Fights, huh? comic books, They're going to love hearing this. <laughs> you, would, you would trip and fall, and your pops would be like, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't make no face. Yeah. Don't let nobody know you upset. So, I would, so when did your brothers start wearing skirts, is what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're... <laughs> But it was just. Stop just that could be on. You can you can let your little girl be tough too. You know you gotta grow up like when, that. Uh, <laughs> Especially because I got the crap beat out of me by my brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I lost my two front teeth after a Mike Tyson fight because I thought I knew how to fight because I watched Mike Tyson. Yeah, and my my brother daughter was like, has to Pop. survive in my household. Exactly. Yeah. She's gotta be tough, you know. She's right. Yeah. Especially my seven year old. He's just torments everybody in the house. <laughs> it's good though. It's good that you have. Um, she has those older brothers. Yeah. Yes, no, they great. make you tough. They really yeah, you do. Know? That's another thing. My nine-year-old went back and she was consoling my six-year-old. That stuff is so cute. That's what it's all about right there. Now, now, let me ask you, how did you get the call... It sucks, first of all. Yeah. I mean, what is going on with this? I mean, I think it's fate. Are you guys destined to fight? You and freaking Max Holloway? The first time... And you're not known for pulling out of fights, but you got when you fuck when you messed up, you messed up. You had that facial yeah, damage. Yeah, orbital bone. Oh yeah, man, yeah. you can't get past that. And uh, that sucks. But then, then you're, you're booked again... How did you get the news, man, that Max yeah, couldn't? Yeah, you know, sitting eating lunch, and I get a call from Ali telling me I got bad news. You know, Max is hurting us. Like, oh, man. Fuck, man. You know, That's I think, rough, man. I was bummed. You know, for a couple of days, I was pretty depressed. Yeah. Now, did you say... Now, how does that work when, when, a, when a main... When, a, when it's such a huge fight, you know, gets dropped, and now they're like, all right, do you... 
did you have the option of sitting back, or did they say, "Oh, we can get somebody else for you"? How'd that work? I, I mean, I, I I wanted to fight right then and there. As soon as Ali yeah. told me, I said, "Do you got to find someone for me to fight? I want to stay in a car." So it wasn't you just know. about the belt. It, no, it was. I'm mean, not not at that point. You know, I mean, I haven't fought since May. You right. Know, I was so close to. You know, I think I got hurt three weeks out before the last fight, and you know, it's going through pretty much a whole camp. You know, mm-hmm. not getting yeah. able to fight and. People don't realize, you know, you want that, you want that release of, of a fight. You know, the, the best week, always tell the best week of of your life in the fight world is the week after your fight. It's oh, kind of just yes. that downtime, you know, you, especially after a victory. You know, it's just you, know, oh, you get yeah. to enjoy it. You get to kind of eat whatever you want, drink a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's uh, it, it just uh, and that, then I didn't yeah. get that. You know, so I wanted to make sure I, I still stayed on the car because that's almost two almost two camps yeah, or a camp two, and a half that right, you'd have camp to, and a half that I would have to you know, have no no no, no release yeah, man exactly. talk about anticlimactic but yeah. what happens though because if you fight Ortega and if you win then you go for the belt obviously or have that has that even been discussed not really. I mean, they're calling it a, a title eliminator. So, you know, I imagine that, you know, I mean, I had the title shot before. Right. I, I don't imagine, you know, a, a win would, I'd lose the title shot. So, you know, I, I'm not really worried about it right now, man. I, you know, I put so much emphasis on this title and it just hasn't come. So I just want to worry about the fight and then we'll take it from there. Right. Now, with the change of opponents, it was a three weeks out or a month out? Uh, about four weeks out, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, they're around, I mean, besides being maybe around the same height, right? I don't know how tall is Brian. But, I mean, different... They pose different threats. Yeah, they for do. Sure. They do. You know, I think they are similar height. I think uh, Holloway's a little bit taller. Holloway's obviously like, likes it's a little bit more of a stand up game. Yeah. But I mean, Holloway's no slouch on the ground either. He's subbed some, you know, pretty yeah, good no, guys. For you know? Sure, so man. I was I was ready for a guy that was savvy on his back and savvy with submissions. So um, at least I was trending towards that. But obviously Ortega is much more, you know, in depth in that apartment department. But you know, I mean, we you know where we come from. Yeah, yeah. man. So, You're working with Big Dog, yeah, Carlo Almeida. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Do you ever feel like you know you don't get the opportunity to show off how good your jujitsu is and maybe I, this I, is I have a couple submissions in my in my gay day. You know, I'm I'm you know, just uh I'm not a guy that's really gonna, you know, fight off my back too much and, and stuff like that. But you know, when, when it's when it's there I'm gonna go for submission for well, sure. Well, first of all, your 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 control and your fight, what stands out me as far as with your jujitsu, a few of them, but one that stands out uh, above the rest, I'd say, is that Cub Swanson fight. That yeah. was a beautiful get to half guard. You knew where his escape routes were, and you were getting to the mount. You were getting to the back. If anything happened, go back to half guard, work him over. Holy shit, that was awesome. Yeah, now, was that just your instincts, or is that? Ricardo, Mark Henry, and them saying, "Look, this is where you plant yourself." This yeah, that's that's Ricardo. That's you know, that's, yeah, I mean, you, you, you guys so come great. from the same cloth. You yeah. know what I mean? And, <laughs> and that's kind of it's kind of what we do. Yeah, he's a beast, Ricardo Almeida. Holy shit, Hasapo, the beatings My I God. took from that guy. <laughs> Why do I love him so much with the beatings he gave me? <laughs> I love Cub it. Cub had Cardo a lot of Almeida. compliments for you though. After that fight, he said some really nice things about you. He basically says he was like, "Frankie's just a good martial artist." Because everyone's like, oh, Frankie's speed, Frankie's footwork. He's like, no, he's just a good martial artist. Like, he just knows what to do when he's in a certain position. Yeah, and I, I, I credit my coaches for that. You know, they prepare me for every situation. You know, I, I feel like the best martial artist doesn't have any hole in his game. And that's why, you know, I may not be the best at one thing, but I feel like I'm not bad at anything. Well, right. you put everything. I think it's also the way you put every. Well, it's a lot of things. It's your attitude, your mental toughness, and it's how you put everything together. It's funny. Some guys have... Good styles versus certain fighters, but your style is across the board gives trouble for everybody. Right? Because I remember when you fought Charles Oliveira, and I'm like, I remember. And now look, that's now styles make fights. Now I'm thinking, okay, I had faith in you, but I'm I was very, I was like, now let me see. 
strategically, what's Frankie going to do here? Because the guys are, I mean, that, those guys are annoying as fuck. You know the guy I'm talking about, Charles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, The yeah, lanky guys. Yeah. And he's the type of guy, the second, he's going to be not, well, he's maybe the most similar to Brian Ortega in a sense where he's, you know, he's got good stand-up and he's dangerous anywhere with jiu-jitsu. Right. It's fucking dangerous. Yeah, right. But the way you fought him was so intelligent, man. It was... Now, how much is put into the strategy? Well, I mean, I you know what? I almost know the answer, but I want you to tell me. Because Mark Henry, your striking coach and the head trainer, is in, in the and I mean this in the best way possible. It's kind of a fucking lunatic, no? Yeah, yeah. he's very yeah. meticulous. Very much, very much a <laughs> lunatic. Like, it, it's so funny, you know. Yeah, he'll be like, he'll have all these combinations with weird names for him. He'll be just like Frankie Pineapples, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. like a seven fight <laughs> combination. No, but he comes up, but he's constantly just studying, studying, studying tape yeah. and. He just loves it's like a it. beautiful mind. Like what I love about that fights. is he doesn't. He owns Pino's Pizzeria in fucking. Where's it? That's probably what he of does course. best. <laughs> is it really that good, Frankie? Is it that good? You haven't had his pizza yet. I have not Come had on, his pizza. Bro. Come on. That's some bullshit. All right, go back yeah, to the right, fight yeah, strategy. Yeah, yeah. Go back to the fight strategy because I'm hungry. No, but how much is like like is put into that? Like he watches the tape and says, "This is where you like like does it do they like this Mark Henry and Ricardo." Me, you guys have like a round table. I mean, how does it work? Where it's like, all right, this like, is what you like do, a war room, up, and then from here, Ricardo, you step in. Like, I, I think, I think you know, I, I'm with Mark, I'm with Ricardo on separate yes. occasions, and then they 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 talk to each other. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not a big tape guy. I've never been. Yeah, I let those guys watch. I let those guys watch, and then we implement in the training room, and and, and we take it from there. Um, hopefully, Mark will sit me down, and make me watch some things here and there, but I'm not one to sit there and watch a whole fight. I, I I've maybe watched my fights once. You know, wow. I just don't like even watching my own my own fights. Well, well, this is three rounds as opposed to five rounds. So, does that make you adjust anything in training camps? Uh, a little bit, you know. I was I was pretty much five round ready, you know, uh, for this fight. So, I mean, I pulled back. I just take one round off of sparring, you know, to get ready for this fight. Uh, it's good for the body too. Um, I just got to make sure I start early too. You can't you can't give up a, that first round because you only got two to make it back. In a five round fight, if you kind of get a slow start, you got four rounds to make it back. Right. And cardio, man's never been a problem for you. What I mean, are you a big runner? Or is it just always just you got yeah, that? I'm not tank. a runner, man. I don't run. We do some sprint work, stuff like that. Yeah. I just I just feel like I can go. Even in wrestling, I just was a goer. You know, uh, yeah. I think it's a mindset more than anything. You know, and uh, you know, I was the type of kid like if I felt someone, if I felt like I was getting tired in a wrestling match, I'd be like, I gotta go harder. Like why am yeah. I getting tired? You know, or if I'm getting tired, this dude's really tired. You know. <laughs> Edson was was talking about you and and basically how you pick the whole team up when everybody's tired. You'll always go like a couple extra reps. Do you do that on purpose to kind of be the leader of the team and make everybody? Yeah, I'm not one to sit there and, and bark at the ties. I just try to lead by example, right. you know. And uh, luckily, they're they're you know they're easy to to motivate. You know, they motivate me really. And I don't know if they realize that because they're they're goers. I mean, they they push me. You know, there's sometimes where I'm sitting in the corner like oh, I want to be done, and I see them going. I'm like shit. I can't let these guys outdo me. Yeah. You know, motivation is so important. Like I remember what I. I used to tr listen. I never. I got tired maybe in a couple of fights, but I think that was because of injuries leading up to a fight. But Longo, there's no greater motivation than knowing that you don't want to get when somebody's trying to kick your ass. I was never afraid of getting hurt, but I'm always. I was always afraid of getting tired in there, Sapo. You yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah, getting tired the in the octagon. Because huh? it makes you. What did Bruce getting Lee? Say? What, what did Bruce Lee say? Who, who said make? Uh, what was the quote about? Um, fatigue makes cowards, cowards of all men. That's not Bruce. I don't. It's not Bruce. That's not Bruce. Sounds like something he said. Vince Lombardi. Yeah, oh, Vince, Is Vince Lombardi. Fucking okay. Bruce Lee. I don't watch sports. I'm not a. I, you know what's funny? I tried. Um, I tried some sports when I was young because I used to play like football with my friends and stuff. 
But I, I don't know. I had a thing with the coaches, Sapo. I can't deal with these fucking coaches. They were these fucking assholes. I so I remember doing, <laughs> speaking like training hard, like Longo would have me there at the track and I'm running hills and I'm fucking on the verse climber, which I ate and doing puke drills. But when I used to have to get ready for like, I was on the, I was on the football team for like fucking three weeks and then I had a fight with my coach and I got kicked off. But I remember we were talking about cardio. So we're all running around the fucking track. And I fucking hate running, Sapo. I ain't bullshitting. I hate fucking running, man. I'm not made for that shit. So it's like dwarfs that couldn't sprint. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But anyway, so we're running, and then there's the handball like wall. So I go to I'm like a fucking bad influence. So I go to this other guy. I forgot who I was with. I'm like, yo, man, let's. They're making how many laps around? I go, yo, yo, let's 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 take a break here. I can't even know if we jump out. From like, let's hide behind here, and when they come back around, we'll fucking we'll jump back in. So I find some guy. I forgot who was with me, and then of course they caught us. Why would I do that, Sapo? Yeah, man. of course the coach That's is gonna terrible. get mad. Oh, yeah. the co- but but I had such a problem with just some of these like jockey coaches, man. And I know you had you got along very well with your coaches, no? Didn't I did, you? Like, yeah, for for uh, they might be better over in fucking Jersey. Yeah, maybe I don't are. Know. But I, I mean, I didn't play many sports. I mean, you know, I, I ran cross country a little bit in high school and and, and did wrestling pretty much. I don't know Wait, shit on. about you football. You didn't run, Frankie. You do cross country. No, no, I didn't run. Now I don't run much now. That might have that <laughs> might have carried you through. Football to me is guys running, the running room. guys <laughs> running on top of a giant ruler. Like that's what football is to me. People have tried to explain football to me so many times. It's like algebra. I'm hey, like listen, I have no. I don't you know, know what, what I, you're saying to me. You know what I did during the Super Bowl? I saw the new Jumanji with my kids. I'm yeah, not even, yeah, yeah. I don't even know that what the fuck. That was really good. It was pretty good. It was awesome. You saw that? I did. I did. So I liked it. It was great. See the new Jumanji Sapo. Oh, that's no, all right, Sabo. Sabo, you're gonna leave here with a list of movies to see. Sabo just looks at us like we're crazy. <laughs> I was watching soccer, you know? Soccer. Yeah, yeah, soccer yeah, yeah. Game? Oh, all the Brazilians like the soccer. Yeah, that's the only thing my wife watches when Italy's in the World Cup or something. I'm like, what? I can't, I got. I have no patience to watch anything but fighting. No. So I'm glad I got this gig, man. I, I don't know anything about shit. it. They're like, he's offensive player of the year. I'm like, what do you say wrong? But the Ju- <laughs> the new Ju- the new Jumanji, I thought it was gonna be a. Uh, I thought it was fucking, great, man. I thought I it was gonna it. be shit, but it was. The Rock is good. He's just the, the best at everything, man. He is. He, he reminds me of Schwarzenegger, where he can carry over from the action to like some of that comedy. Yeah, no, he's, you know, he's great. What he's just like, oh, don't cry, don't cry. Like he's, <laughs> he's talking to himself. Jack Black was great in that. He was funny. And Kevin Hart was that was a that was a, a good they killed movie. It. They killed it. They did. You yeah. know, I can't talk comedies. I even know that was kind of a kids movie, kind of. But anything with Jimmy when Jimmy Norton's here because he doesn't watch anything. No. I know he doesn't watch anything. He doesn't want to be influenced by other comedians and then uh, steal their jokes and right. so, or something like that. I fucking like it. Now listen, <laughs> this guy. Oh, make sure you get to. I know. You I'm, have to get to. I'm gonna, the kind of the gig. Go ahead. I was ahead, about to ahead. bring it up. I was about to bring it up. Go ahead, uh, Frankie. You know that. I'm sure you've had to answer this question eight thousand times quite, already. Quite a few but times. the Connor, the beef, the Twitter. Like, what? What really happened? Were you yeah. supposed to fight him? Did he say Listen, he was going to do it? When I, I heard about it when I read the headline. So, okay. you know, I think it's I think it's BS. I mean, unless he told them and they didn't tell me, you know, that's the only way it could happen. It's just funny that, you know, four weeks when four weeks ago when I didn't have an opponent, he didn't say anything. But a week, we're here a week away from the fight, he wants to bring it up. So, Connor's the best at doing that. He's smart. He's smart at, you know, keeping himself in the in, in news and in the news cycle. And yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, he needs any attention. The dude's the most popular guy in the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's been inactive for a billion years now. So, you know, MMA is fickle like that. People forget you if you if you kind of out of the limelight for a little bit. Yeah, and he's he's good at, at being opportunistic. Right. Well, I mean, if anything, like, look here, we're talking about it. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what he does. He gets his name. Oh, whether he would have took the fight, he might not have. He just put it out there to keep his name mentioned. 
you know, we're talking about it. So he is smart. And the good in thing is, sense. you know what? People are talking about me because of it. That's how I look. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fuck true. It. They're talking about me. I'm in that news cycle too. You know, I know and your I, trainers and your manager got up in a yeah, uproar. yeah, yeah. They well, did. Yeah, they Mark did. Henry they, they had take a stuff lot personally. They take stuff personally. Um, me, shit don't bother me too much. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, Frankie's a cool customer. I know Ortega's the guy I got to worry about. I can't worry about nothing. Nobody else. I can't worry about Holloway. I can't worry about McGregor. It's got to be Ortega. Now, do you get a like leading into this fight now? Do you get a similar different guy, different skill set? Similar hype with that Yair Rodriguez, who's yeah. listen, and I like Yair. Mm-hmm. Like we said before, man. Like before that fight, the new school versus the old school, and the the dudes on a fucking surfboard juggling or whatever the fuck he's doing. He's doing all this stuff. He's got a snorkel, and he's doing. I don't know what he. They, the people talk about the new age training. At the end of the day, yeah, it's a fucking right, fist yeah. fight, man. Right, right Sapo? Yeah, this guy's got to calm down, jogging with the fucking snorkels. Calm the fuck down and do yeah. some jiu-jitsu. Playing right? Right. Muhammad right. Ali. Playing the fuck is, you think they? Muhammad Ali, he just trained, man. Right? That's it. You know? It's fucking hysterical, man. I mean, if you want to get better at a skill, you do that skill. Exactly. Right? I mean, there's I things you do to counterbalance it, but... I'm not against, like, new ways of... I'm not hating on new, sh- like, you know, ways of getting in shape and stuff, but... Fuck, man. Do I think dudes, dudes, dudes and... look for like an easier way. Like, let me put yeah. that mask on and do this. Right? Oh, I know train, you hate. I know you hate. The train mask. hard first, and then worry about the next. I, step, I, I'm you know? in the middle, right? Because I feel like technology has finally caught up with the demands of the martial artist, and a lot of the old school stuff that we used to do really broke us apart. So, like, I'm in the middle where there's a lot of really cool sports technology that's out there, but there's also a lot of stuff that you're like, uh, why don't you just run, or why don't you just sprint, or why don't you just, you know? I just like think this... just train, just train as hard as you can every. Dumb out, and yeah. you're going to be in shape. You'll get ready. What do you do to recovery, though? Because there's a lot of people who have fought as much as you fought and are at your age, but don't look better every time they fight. And you do. So Pino's is there pizza. something? Pino's pizza. <laughs> Pino's pizza. It's funny. It's almost like you could read my thoughts. I think yes. I was going back there in my head. I eat pizza too much. I really do. Frankie, no, seriously. Your... Like, what do you do? How did like the because the orbital injury? Like, how do you recover from that? You know, what do you I do? I just didn't get hit in the face for a while. You know, I'm okay. not, I'm not a, you know, I get, I'm not really, you know, I go to ART, I go to physical therapy, I, right. get, I, I stretch more now than I ever have, you know, um, but I'm not like, you know, I, I, even like in college, I would stay out of that, that, the, uh, f- the trainer's room. You go in that trainer's room, it becomes addictive. You're there before practice, after practice. I hated that. I'd be like, that's a cancer. I'm going to stay right. away from there as much as I can. And just, I'm sorry, the what room? The, like the athletic trainer's room, you know, like in wrestling, you have the, everyone goes, let me get, let me get heat and stem before practice. Let me get oh, tape. Let me get right, ice. Right. I'm like, I'm staying the hell away from there unless yeah, I have yeah. to be in there. Unless you got like an injury. Because you don't want the placebo right. effect of thinking that you need it. Yeah. You know, I think that's just kind of a crutch sometimes for these guys. Yeah. But you have a super clean diet. Like doesn't your wife like. Yeah, really we cook. Clean. I'm, I'm not to clean. You know, I, luckily I don't have to diet too much. So right. it's like I, I, I can cheat and it doesn't really hurt me too bad. But you know, during my camps, I try to eat right just because it makes me feel better. So you're making me feel like shit, Frankie, because I'm getting old and I can feel it. Like, you know, you're getting old by two things. The, the, everything's too loud for you. You don't want to do certain sexual positions anymore because you're afraid to hurt your back. Jeez, Phoenix. <laughs> so far, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, no to both of those. I'm still, still haven't felt both of those yet. <laughs> you know, that's how you know. You know, you're getting. There's a lot of things women will, won't tell you. You know, you're getting fat when you get extra wedgies. There's yeah. like a lot of things you realize in your life. You gotta well, age. maybe not you. I I, I go commando. <laughs> yeah, there you Why, go. where are we going with this, <laughs> Phoenix? You think one of the guys would have took us down a filthy road? Sorry, I'm sorry. That's fucking. Phoenix. I'm hanging out with the guys too much. That's what's happening. Well, it is. But where were, what were we talking about? Injury and recovery. And yeah. I, Somehow yeah, no, I mean, you know, you try, I try to, age. you know, I, I've done the cryotherapy and that stuff. I got that in my yeah. UFC gym in North Brunswick, too. We got a cryotherapy in there. And, 
you know that that's cool. But uh, you know, I'm not. You know, me. A biggest thing for me, recovery is I force myself to take naps sometimes during the day in between training practice. I'll take a nap. Sometimes I think that's the most beneficial. I'm a, man, I'm a huge napper. I love naps. I was just napping on the damn train. I put <laughs> I mean, sunglasses on so the, people are not no, no. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you it could know? be. It could not be. <laughs> you know, I don't want somebody coming up to me like a weirdo. <laughs> the other day, I was now. Sometimes you get like, it's so weird. Because in certain circles, people know you if they watch MMA, and sometimes they don't. I got on the Long Island Railroad. I sit down. Now, I'm right next to you, Phoenix, right now. For the people at home, a guy was looking at his like phone. He put his phone up, like, almost right to my... <gasps> he took a picture. And I'm now, now I'm like... Now I'm like, I wasn't sure. Now I'm like... I looked at him, and then he went back to looking at his phone. I'm like, did this guy... Is it in my head that this guy just took a picture of me? Like, Sapo, the guy literally held his phone up right in... And it was obvious that the guy took a picture, but I'm maybe then I'm like, all right, maybe I'm just maybe it was paranoid. Was it a selfie? You know, maybe some of the herb from yesterday is still in my system. I don't know. I might have been paranoid. <laughs> but I've seen people Google me before. Like it was it's like, weird. Shit. So then, <laughs> yeah, right? That's him. That's and him. then they ask yeah, you. Yeah. So yeah. then I thought nothing of it. Then I was in my cl- class a couple of days ago. My buddy, one of my brown belts, Sean Levy. Uh, he goes, hey man, one of my friends saw you on the train yesterday. I go, my. he goes, he sent me a picture. Oh, I go, shit, dude, no. I go, what are you? I go, the guy didn't say nothing to me. He's a friend of yours, and this is a guy, Sean. Sean trains with me for the fucking how many years? A brown belt of mine. I go, dude, if he knows you, tell him that. He goes, oh no, he didn't want to bother you. I go, the motherfucker put his fake his phone <laughs> up to my face and took a picture. I was, no? in, I was in Macy's this past Sunday buying a couple of things before for this trip and. Uh, <laughs> I go up there and I, I I always forget I'm wearing like a UFC jacket I forget you know yeah that same shit and uh, and the lady's like oh how long have you been doing MMA and I, I I'm just like oh like <laughs> fifteen <laughs> years you know yeah, oh wow it's a long time she's real chatty nice little point. girl yeah and then I I go pay my thing she's like oh it's so funny your name's Frank Edgar she's like wait are you the Frank Edgar <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know how many of them are there <laughs> that's cool how does your how does your family react with that? Like when you're out in public and stuff, are they kind of used to it? Yeah, they're like, cool with it. Now my kids like, hey, you want me to take the picture? I'll take the picture. Oh for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's cool. I always thought how that is because like when I went to Disney with my kids, it happened a bunch and this and that. Well, but yeah, I guess a little bit. Yeah. You know, we get a lot of fans of the show, Chris the producer. Yeah, I know we do. Whether yeah. you believe it or not, I totally <laughs> a lot of people. I was playing my virtual reality last night. I like you play your kids' video games. I say your kids' video games because I know we're all adults here. You probably don't play them. Yeah. But listen, I got this virtual reality system. We're gonna get back to the fights in a second. <laughs> but it, dude, Sapo, this is the fucking future, man. You are in like the VR, fucking right? VR, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. It scares me we a little bit. Thing on your Oh fuck yeah, I do! My wife's gonna stop having sex with me. Any day I swear. <laughs> no, there's times she sees me on that thing, and I'm like, "Get to the chopper!" And I go, "I hold them off." You know, my guys are trying to get to the chopper, and I'm like, "I'm shooting at the guys," and she sees me with this fucking thing on, and she's just like, "Yeah, what's what's the matter with you?" <laughs> well, listen, man, is it any different if I had a poker night with the guys? At least I'm not leaving that. All right, I'm trying yeah, to make. I'm trying to yeah. make that's a case. True. That's good. Maybe I'm just a man child. But all home. men use that. They're like, "Well, I'm home with you. I'm just sitting, staring, and playing video games." But I, I'm that home. shit is the future, man. Let me tell you something. The Vive system. I always give it plugs on here. And I was playing last night. This is what I was getting at. So I played this game called. Uh, it's almost like Hunger Games, Frankie. You drop out of a fucking airplane with 30 people on an island, and then the perimeter gets smaller to kind of bring everybody in. But you have to go to houses and fucking find weapons and kill is each that other. Fortnite. Fortnite. No, I hear everyone's talking about. Fortnite. No, this is this is called um, standout uh, a battle uh, ba- a battle royale. Standout battle royale. So I shot some kid last night, right? So I'm just, <laughs> so, no, listen, like, no, in, in the game, you know? So I killed the guy, 
and I'm and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, sorry about that, homie. And the guy, now this is no, you're in the game. The guy goes, holy shit. And he was from the UK. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's Matt Sarah. He goes, I, I listen to the podcast. I hear you plugging it all the time, that's and, oh, and this awesome. and that. So that's awesome. you know, I took his weapons. I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry about buddy. that. That's it's cool. fucking insane, man. So it's cool, man. No, it's too funny, man. Let me ask your thoughts on the now. Khabib is going to oh, be fighting Tony Ferguson. What are your thoughts on that? I think Khabib's a beast, man. Yeah, is he? Do you ever work with him at all? Rolled I, I rolled with him like once. Is he once strong. He's big. He was he was very big at the time yeah. too. He's a big guy. I um, it. Yeah, I think man, you know. He fought Edson, you know, my teammate and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, that was uh, fucking recent. And I was, you know, Edson's hard to take down, man. And he is, when, right? And, and especially keep down. And what he was able to do was impressive. You Did know? you ever see that shit with him wrestling with a bear? When he was yeah, a yeah. Dude, that bear was nasty, too. But that's got <laughs> sweep singles and shit. Yeah. That was awesome. But I mean, that, I mean, I don't, I mean, that kind of strength he has. I mean, I've seen him in videos taking down Luke Rockhold. Yeah. yeah, like oh, I yeah. mean, they, I hear I hear him in DC wrestling. It's close. It's competitive. Yeah, and DC's probably the best wrestler in, in the UFC. DC's a stud, man. And now DC's gonna be fighting Stipe. Is that set yet? I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the, uh, fight week, international fight week. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. good. They're coaching too. Two twenty six. They're yeah. coaching the Ultimate Fighter together. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. They're yeah. coaching the Ultimate Fighter together. You guys got to keep me up on that. But so you think Khabib's gonna be too much for Tony Ferguson, or what? Do you, what is your? I think I, I think Tony, uh, you know, off his back, his yeah. wrestling. I think he'll have more threats, but I still just ultimately I think Khabib's gonna be able to smash, like I, he says. Yeah, he <laughs> just pile drives everybody. And that Kevin like, Lee fight comes to mind with me with, uh, and I think Kevin Lee's a stud too. Yeah, but yeah, but he but, did kind of out grapple. I mean, he ended up getting caught. He got to listen. He did get caught. What did he get caught? What do you get caught in triangle? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Triangle, yeah. third round, right? Third yeah. round. Yeah. And, but I mean, he you gassed know, too. He gassed too. Infection. Wait, it ended the first round. It ended with it him mounted. mounted, mounted. You know, I think if he, if he gets there with Khabib, that could be dangerous. I mean, I mean, Khabib. I never see now. Did you ever see anybody in Sapo? You could chime in on this. Did you ever see anybody in a fight so calm with it that in between rounds they're talking to Dana White? Hey, you yeah. know, I want the next <laughs> title. Fight. Hey, wait, wait. You know, I, how about the, when, oh, when Jimmy was. Fuck what you saying? He was Tony Ferguson. Oh, you heard that, that one? That was hilarious. <laughs> he got me good. Jimmy, you heard that one? With the, uh, that was the funniest shit. Bro. He got me good with that. And I was trying to keep I my can tell shit. you were pissed and you were trying to keep it together, man. I was trying to be professional. At the end, I'm like, I'm like, you know, why don't you come in studio? I'll yeah, fucking yeah. smush him against the wall. <laughs> Listen, That's the reach funny. doesn't work. Look, you see this place? I can just, there's no run, there's no getting away in here. But uh, I was getting so livid. I was just trying Dude, to keep my cool. Jimmy got me good with that. Yeah, no? Yeah, that, was that was one of the most so popular funny. fucking clips. That's hilarious. Yeah. Jimmy's fucking, Jimmy, Jimmy's a fucking savage. Are you giving me a look because he's going to get out of here? A uh, couple of minutes. All right, man. Oh, yeah. Look at that. You, got, you guys look. have like the little. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sends his movement. I smell it in the air with him. But uh, so we got Brian Ortega calling in soon. You want us to? What, you want to talk some shit? No, nah, <laughs> Frankie's, nah, nah. Frankie's the nicest Just motherfucker. Not his, not his style. You know? yeah. What? Now listen. There's certain things. Do you ever think there's like going too far? Like lately, there's some guy. And I hate to bring the guy's name because yeah. I despise. I know you're talking about. You don't have to say his name. Don't even say his name. I know you're talking about. But uh, you know, the it. guy got hit with the boomerang. Yeah. Now that guy, <laughs> that guy was recently, and I'm not going to read the, 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 what he yeah, said. Yeah. I put out there. And he was talking about a guy's, uh, yeah, man, you know, I, I, a, a yeah. guy's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Who just lost over the weekend? And now, now, Frankie, you're with me on this train of thought because I heard you what you said about the whole cyborg with the other uh, Mangan, Angela Magana. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Hey, man, if you're gonna talk that shit, right? With another, these are fighters. This ain't fucking competitive, really fucking figure skating and right. some shit. Right. Well, so, so that's gonna... that's dangerous too. Yeah, that could be dangerous, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that movie was alright. I gotta see that. I gotta check Nancy Carrington, yeah, yeah. but uh. 
No, I mean, listen, man, you can't. There's certain levels. Now, then what is off limits now? Somebody, that's somebody's girlfriend. What about somebody's wife, somebody's mother, somebody's kids? Yeah, no. I know. This, that. that guy who we're talking about is a just a classless piece of shit. It really is. I mean, I, I mean, that, I that's agree. just is what know, it is. And, and, and I don't, I mean, look, I don't, you want to you sell a fight? You want to do yeah. this? Listen, Connor goes pretty deep. I don't yeah. think he would even go there, you know? Yeah. But and, Connor, and, Connor has both some wit. Yes, no, and he's he has, funny. That's what I'm saying. And he has these, some class. These has, dudes are like, they're, they're actors. You the know red what I mean? Panty, and they're not the, very good the, at The red panty night. That's funny. It was great. It was great because it's, you know what it is. But with this, first of all, this other guy is unwitty. And he's just he just goes tries to be so nasty. Goes for the juggler right away. And then away. he also yeah. goes, you know, Dana knows I'm playing the heel. All right, now you're telling everybody uh, you're just. I, yeah. I don't know if he's just uneducated. He obviously never grew up with getting put. Nobody gave this kid morals. I mean, you don't. There's certain you don't do that, I man. One day that guy's gonna have a daughter or what, and then so, something like that, and then like that's that that girl's not gonna fight in the cage with you. Right. Like, how dare you talk about somebody's girlfriend or any yeah. wife? Like, like. They have it's and it's even different than back in the day when Chael Sonnen would say, "Have your wife uh, make me a steak." Yeah, he, you know what I'm talking about. It was like generalized. And then he would go something like, like, like and then somebody would say something, he'd just be like medium rare. Like yeah. hey, that's what <laughs> it's sounds comical, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it. You know, it's like, oh, hey, man, you don't go there. But he's fucking. It's, that's kind of hysterical. This just I read that I'm like one all right, we're not gonna address it on there but there should be a line that you don't fucking cross no, no I totally agree man and uh, and then someone's gonna run up on this dude you know and then when something and, happens you know, gonna especially throw like a guy like Mike Perry man you know yeah. what I mean he don't seem I mean, like he's come uh, on mix I don't want, you know what yeah. it is I don't want the, I, when I read that I go you know what. I don't want Mike Perry to get in trouble if he did something. Right. Now, he, you well, he, know, shouldn't. he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Yeah. If he did something yeah. where, and the other guy's shown that the second something, now he's acting like the hard motherfucker, right. the second something goes bad or something happens to him, he's shown yeah. that he's going to fucking go cry into the police. Yeah. And yeah. I don't give a fuck, Chris, the producer. Oh, no, that was uh, Jimmy that was Jimmy saying it. Oh, he said that <laughs> so he can get the, uh, the tape and the... Uh, Jimmy, like Jimmy, might run to the police, but Jimmy's not insulting them. Right. <laughs> I, love, I love Jimmy, but like you know, if somebody's getting assaulted, I understand. But if you talk that shit, you gotta man, go and deal with the hey, consequences. Deal with you get a boomerang in your face, mother. You better duck. How about head movements? <laughs> All right, you talk about a whole country. Now you're talking about people's girlfriends, dude. Just. Just run into traffic, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Anyway, I don't want to leave on that note. The fight <laughs> is this weekend on pay per view. Uh, you know, Frankie Egg is fighting uh, Brian Ortega, and Brian Ortega is this undefeated kid, and uh, he's got a, a ton of hype behind him. And he's a cl- he's a classy kid. Yeah, yeah. five fight wins. You know, he's got that mellow vibe to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I like the kid. And uh, I mean, you know, I'm on Team Frankie. I feel he's like my teammate. Like, you know what I mean? Like an extended no, family. Course, I love yeah. Frankie. Frankie, do you, you know? watch the fights on the night of, or you just kind of stay in the back? Are you going to watch anybody else on the card? Is there anybody uh, else? You in the know, card usually you my see? guys are fighting. I'll watch. Or, you know, if I'm, I'm, I'll peek at the TV while I'm warming up and stuff. But I'm usually in my own zone. Yeah. I remember me and Frankie were in the same locker room when I fought Matt Hughes and he fought Sean Shirt. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when Frankie really started coming on the scene. I remember in that post fight, because Sean Shirt was held in such high regard. You yeah. know what I mean. And he has the look. Like, if you look at both, Frankie don't look like a weakling or nothing. You know, he's got the look. You look at his ears. You, yeah. you see a glimmer in his eye. And, you know, you can see a little psychopath in there. But the other guy, Muscle Shark, is like, that motherfucker yeah, had no Shark. neck. Yeah. And he was like yeah. a... Yeah. He, was he, was like a he looked like a juiced-up little troll. Yeah. And like, no? I mean, that motherfucker? Yeah, and you're just like, you know, the guy fought Matt Hughes for five rounds. and right. was a beast. You know? So it's like, you saw that. And then that's when you really saw Frankie putting shit together. You know what I mean? That was so great. I love being in the locker room. We had a good crowd. We, yeah, that was you good know what time. Else? 
You weren't. No, no. Who was yeah. with us? Who's the Capoeira guy? That, Andre. Andre. Yeah, Andre. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's that guy been? Not to get off the subject, but where's Andre been? Has he been Where, around? He's in Miami. Is it Miami? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has his own Shout out Miami. to him really quick. Yeah. Who was with us? Andre Gaval. Andre Guzman. I'm sorry. Andre Guzman. That's a different, <laughs> different jiu-jitsu guy. I need a GPS in my head. <laughs> we all Listen, need Listen, <laughs> let's get these guys out of here. I'm so... And next time you come in, let's give a shout out now to your, to both our buddy, your close friend, Chris the Story Ligori. Absolutely, man. I bring Did him I tell in. You, I, him in. Well, I, I, I told him... The next time you come in, I know you're probably doing a big tour today. I go, fucking come in next time, Frank. He listens to the show. Yeah, I know he does. And I yeah, love Chris yeah, Ligori. Yeah. I love he his always fighting. talks about you, man. He, he He's a warrior, Chris yeah. Ligori. And right. I like that guy to get some props because- He'll be in my corner this, this weekend. Yeah? yeah always. Yep. Well, the guy that has another look of a psychopath, Chris Ligori. That guy had some great <laughs> fights. And he had two battles with my- my extremely close friend Pete Drago Sal. Yeah, yep. uh, were you around for those? No, I was right. I came like pretty right. right you after met him those, yeah. after that. After that, yeah. Those yeah. were some good fights. Yeah, those no, guys had yeah. battles. I heard, I heard. Styles make fights. And when Chris, just really quick before you get out of here, Chris was get, got his shot in the UFC. He was supposed to be versus Drago. Joe Silva called right. me. He goes, I know these guys had two good fights, and they they were gonna I think be in Buffalo or something. I think it was uh, Connecticut or something. Connecticut, right? yeah, somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And uh, and, and he's like, "Yo, let's let's could we? Would you want to make this, does Drago want to fight? You know, Chris Ligori in the UFC, and, and Drago had a rib injury or something, so he had to fight somebody that ended up being like a middleweight, right? Yeah, and then Chris, yeah. so I mean, you know, so he had, so he ended up having a tough fight in his one time in the UFC. Yeah. But uh, I would have loved to see more from him. But he has some battles. So he that's did, a shout yeah. out to Chris the Story Ligori. That's uh, it, right? The story? Yeah, your story. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. That yeah. guy's a good man. Frankie, Sapo. Any news with you, Sapo? You want to plug anything? Any seminars? No, 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 yet, brother. If people want to learn jujitsu from the great Sapo, where do they? Rafael Sapo. Sapo. I don't. Wait, pronounce your last name to me so I get it Natal. right. Natal. Natal. <laughs> but you know how you know somebody by <laughs> just so one simple. name? Listen. Yeah, no, I know. I hear you. I hear you. I, I tried to give a shout out to one of my brown belts that I promoted the other day, and I know him like as Ron, and I go, ah, oh, fuck, man. I don't know the guy's fucking <laughs> last name. But uh, Sapo, if people want to learn jujitsu from you, are you still teaching at Hensel Gracie's Academy in Manhattan? Yeah, I still teach there every Monday and Friday, but I'm going to Brazil. No, not for Wednesday, good. For don't few months, brother. Don't depress me, man. I need Are you coming there. back? Yes. I just go there to help my mom with some things. I just opened a huge academy there. Yeah. So I'm going to be there from Brazil for like a three, four months to fix some things, and then I will be back. What is your Instagram? Uh, Rafael Sapanatal. I know. I follow you. I don't <laughs> everybody to know. Give me a fucking high five, Sapo. Great to see you, All right, guys. The fight's this weekend, March 3rd, pay-per-view. Frank Yeager, thank you so much. I love you, brother, man. Uh, Happy to be here at Phoenix. Thank yeah, you. Good to see you. Let's, uh, let's take a break. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. 
What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Oh, we are back. What were you going to say, Phoenix? That was fun. That was so much fun. You know, and it's happy to see Sapo. Sapo, I, I forget his name's name is Natal. I, I don't, you know, I call the guy just Sapo forever. So you forget the guy's a real name. It's almost yeah. like my school. Like, I got everybody with his nickname. Yeah, you've got all the, like, mafia nicknames. Like oh, Frankie Four Fingers. Holy and- Walnuts. But um, <laughs> what were we going to say? Uh, Brian Ortega, who's yeah. fighting this weekend versus the great Five Frankie fight Edgar. winning streak. Undefeated kid, man. He's got, he's not, a, he, he likes the, he, he's got good, really good striking. And the second he gets a hold, of, he's very, very uh, precise. Did you see what he did to Cub Swanson? That was nuts. He was like a pit bull latched onto that neck. You know what I mean? He's got one of those arms. The, there's a fight. Which was the fight? Was the fight who did he fight right before? Hanato uh, Moicano was the fight. Is that the one when he shot in and he got that guillotine? That was a guillotine choke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? We got him calling right now. Oh Ooh, yes, let's excited. talk to him. <clears throat> hello, hello, hello. Brian, what's up, man? You're on UFC Unfiltered with myself, Matt Serra, and the great Phoenix Carnavale. What's up, Brian? How do you feel going in versus now? How did this fight come about, man? How did they offer you this? How did this get on your plate? Well, I mean, pretty much, I was just. Uh, hanging out, and then I I got the call saying that Max Holloway got injured and Frankie Edgar wants to fight. So they said that he asked for me, and then if I was willing to take the fight, so of course we're going to say yes. Now, are you one of those guys that's in shape 24-7? Or because, you know, I mean, you you got like a month to prepare for this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm always training. I'm always staying ahead of the game. Um, But, I mean... At the same time, man, I grew up fighting on two-second notice. So, you know, a fight to fight. The only thing I'm worried about is just making the weight, which was pretty actually good this time. This time. Now, fighting a guy like Frank Yeager, who's considered, you know, pound for pound, one of the best guys to get in there. He's got a ton of experience. And now you're a young gun. You're undefeated. I mean, now how – now, being that it's Frank Yeager, does it make it more than just a regular fight? Or is it extra motivation that you're going in with one of the greats? No, of course. I mean, always that definitely makes it a better fight, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm in the sport to, to fight the best and to claim myself as one of the best fighters in the world. So what better way to do so than, than by fighting Frankie, you know? The whole world wants to see the, the new generation versus the, the old generation and how we keeping up and how they, you know what I'm saying? Just, and I think everything with this fight, the wrestler versus jiu-jitsu, um, I, I mean, this, this fight has everything, man. Are you looking at, at it like that, wrestler versus jiu-jitsu? Or do you have a different approach to how you're looking at it? It'd be a, I think it'd be one of the best fights if, if 
we wrestle versus jujitsu because you see what he did to Yair and then you see what I did to Tavares. Right. So that would be a pretty fun, you know, pretty much fun fun fight to watch on that aspect. But we know that he's always prepared and he's always very he's an intelligent fighter. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh we're we're ready for all angles. What would you say your key to success is against Frankie and his his sort of box your way in to wrestling type of style? No, I just got to keep being me. So the same thing I always fight, you know. I never try to fall to anyone's game plan, anyone's style. I just do me. I walk in there and uh, we, I bang it out and uh, I grapple it out. Simple as that. Brian, how did you, I know you with the... Uh... At the Gracie brothers over in in Torrance. Now, how did you how did you find yeah. out? I know you you said you got into a lot of fights as a kid. How did you? How was your first introduction into jujitsu or to jujitsu? As in terms of why I went to the gym, or yes. or like the first day at the at the place. Well, both, but first, why you went to the gym? No, well, I got in a fight when I was young. Uh, some guy, some kind of, and I guess I lived in a different kind of area, you know. So some some kind of gangbanger guy tried to come up to me and fight me when I was young. And, uh, well, we fought, but, uh, you know, I call it a tie, but my dad said he got the best of me because he got, he put me in a headlock and beat me up on the floor. Mm. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's and, not and, happening uh, again. <laughs> no, well, the funny thing is that, you know, like, yeah, we fought, everything happened, whatever. And then, uh, maybe like a day or two later, we saw the UFC fights where Ken Shamrock and Horace Gracie fought. And I thought, like, for sure, this little guy's going to get beat up. Yeah. And then my dad was like, no, check this little guy out. Like, watch what he does. And then we saw Voice do his thing against all these giants. And my dad said, this is what you got to be training. And at the time, you know, you see this gi and you see, for me, it looked like a karate uniform when you don't, when you don't know anything about martial arts. Right. Yeah. So I said, where do I learn this karate stuff? <laughs> so your dad took you there? So my dad took me there because it was... It was a. It was in Torrance. It was right up, literally right up the street from my house. So we went there, and then we started training. Then, and then that was a wrap, man. I fell in love with it, and and eventually it led me to, to fighting in the UFC and the cage. Now, did you always? Now, uh, were you big on? I'm, I'm, I don't recall you doing a lot of submission grappling tournaments, or did you? Were you big into that first, or did you strictly want to just go right to MMA? No, I did a lot of submission. I won the Pan Ams. I won the Gracie World. Oh, nice. uh, I took. Uh, I placed second in the world. Like, uh, I, I did a lot of grappling tournaments. And at the time, I think I was doing both. I was fighting and doing grappling tournaments. But I never liked points in general. I never liked the fact saying like, "Oh, you lost because someone got a takedown." So for me, it kind of just sucked because I was like, man, if we're really fighting, what would happen? So then I started focusing more on, on the fighting part because it, you can pretty much tell who won the fight and who didn't. Mm-hmm. Who Who is your stand-up coach? My stand-up coach is James Thurston. Did you take to the striking as... I mean, it looks like, listen, were you a fish to water with jiu-jitsu, first of all? Because obviously you're very precise with your submissions, man. I mean... Wow. Did you just take right to it? I loved it, man. I, for some reason, it just—I actually liked it. It was—I uh, was good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I found the thing that I was good at, and that, that kind of that made me happy every time I went in there. I sparred, trained, learned, and left, and I was always happy when I left. 
Now, when you see things like when Frankie fought um, Yair Rodriguez, who had a ton of, of though I'm not comparing you to Yair, but I, you guys are both young guys with a lot of hype, so I'll compare it like that. Um, and rightfully so, you're kicking ass, Brian. <laughs> but now you see his fight yeah. with there, with, 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 who was a wiry guy, and you know Frankie spent some time in his guard, like literally beating him up, which was something yeah. I thought might have been risky with a lanky you know, wiry type guy, but Frankie had the, the presence of mind knowing when to posture out to come back with those, committing to those elbows and really did some damage. Do you, is there things you're seeing in there saying, aha, if he stays there too long, this is, he's, he's, he's screwed. I mean, is there certain things you're seeing that you really feel you could take advantage of? Well, I, first off, I feel that, that I, I wouldn't, you know, at least from, from my confidence and from all the training I've done, you know, I don't think I'm going to get beat up on the ground like that, even from the bottom. Like, if you've seen the Tavares fight, uh, my, my distance management is great. Yeah. So, you know, the fight ended because enough strikes to, to, to Yai's face pretty much swelled up his eye, and then they couldn't continue it. My main thing, I'm just worried about not getting hit and, and kind of inflicting damage from the bottom as well, and if submissions pop up, I take advantage of them. But um, I feel like, you know, if, if, if he lets up, if he goes in my guard and lets up, then we stand up and we go back to banging, which is, I mean, if you see my fights, man, I like to bang as well, you know? Oh, definitely. So I feel confident in both ways. I like when you said distance management. Right away, that brought me, it, it, right away, I, I felt like it was, we had Henner or Hiron or someone. Like, the, how much, the, the, the Gracie brothers, I mean, they, they really keep it for combat, for the fight. You know, how much, yeah. impo- how important of a role, do, I mean, like in, in regular jiu-jitsu academies, that you, it depends on where you go. A lot of guys are really in for the sport of it and for the submission grappling. And I'm starting to see there's a big difference now. But back in the day when you watched the Mundials or the, any kind of submission tournament, it was like, all right, this is without strikes, but they're trying to achieve positions that's better for the fight. Like, you know what I mean? That That's great for the fight. Like, in other words, the original IBJJF uh, points was you get the best positions from a full mount, you know what I mean, for back with both hooks, because those were the best positions for a fight. And obviously, some guys manipulate the rules and it becomes yeah. boring, but that was still the mindset of I want to achieve that mount. Not because in the end of the day, that's where you want to do your... Your punishment, you know, that's where you want to punch people from, and that sets up things. But nowadays, like I'll watch one of those EB uh, Eddie Bravo tournaments and the EBIs or whatever, and 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 guys are not even going for the mount because they're afraid if a guy gets off, the guy can get a leg lock and stuff. What do you feel about that? How do you feel about the? Um, I know I'm rambling on, but how do you feel about like the, these new leg locks, like in the submission tournaments mm-hmm. compared for you I mean, know I, I, combat? Yeah, I, I remember when I first in love with leg locks. Henner used to love foot locks yeah. back in the day, and everyone and everyone frowned upon him. And I remember him in tournaments; he would break people's feet because they didn't really understand the full yeah. uh, damage that it can do. And I remember, I, I remember the first time I actually I stopped finally doing leg locks because I was 17. I caught a black belt in a foot lock, and then he got mad at me and started cussing me out. <laughs> oh shit! And I was like. I was like, wait, wait, you know, in my eyes, like, what did I do wrong? You know, like, yeah. I thought it's all part of the game. The game is to tap each- yeah. yeah, the game is to tap each other out. And he was like, no, that's dirty, that's dirty. And I was like, okay. So I, I kind of grew up in an environment where back in the day that was considered dirty, right? And then nowadays, 
everyone's going for foot locks. You see every submission artist, they're going for heel hooks. Uh, they're going for foot locks. They're going for toe holes. Like, it's the new thing now. So the game keeps changing. And, uh, I mean, it, um, it's kind of different, man. So I don't really... I don't really play too much into the sport aspect anymore. I kind of like the fact that Eddie Brown was incorporating slaps now, you know, because it keeps it a little bit, it keeps it more real uh, as in terms of the grappling side because it shows you people know how to deal or how to how to control situations or positions while they're getting slapped in the face. So if you can get a submission while you're getting slapped in the face, it's similar to getting punched in the face. So, Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at you know, who, cool. who loved the slap more than anything was... Uh... Boss Rutten always used the the open hand. Well, I was and, in the old pancreas yeah, fights. They had the open, that open hand. hand yeah. like slap. Yeah, I enjoy that too. And that's the, what I. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead I used to fight pancreas fights. Yeah, I used to do oh. some pancreas fights growing up as well. Oh yeah, man! Is that what the rope escapes yeah. when the guy would grab the rope? I loved it. I, I um, no, no. It used to be sometimes an open mat, sometimes in a, in a ring, sometimes in a cage. It just it just depends. Brian, when you were you looking at sort of like a you know you're 26 years old, looking at your career path in mixed martial arts, in the UFC. How uh, close attention do you pay to your division and what's going on? And did you watch the Jeremy Stevens and the Emmett fight this past weekend? Yeah, I was, I had sparring that night, so I didn't really get to watch it. But um, I saw the highlights after on, on the internet. What and, did you uh, think? I mean, it, it was exactly what, what the prediction was. You got two guys... That, that are wild swingers going in there for at each other, one of them's going to go to sleep. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like pretty much rock'em, sock'em robots, you know? So, <laughs> and you saw, and you saw Jer- uh, Jeremy got dropped uh, in the first, and then Steven, uh, Emmett got finished in the second. Yeah. And that's, that's what happens with these gloves. Like I said, you put two men in front of each other, and they swing wild with all they have, one of them's going to go to sleep. I'm taking a look at the division as it is right now. I mean, there's a lot of really talented people in that division. You face Frankie Edgar. Assuming things go well on Saturday night, do you believe that you're next in line for that title shot against Holloway? Yeah, absolutely. They specifically told me if I win the fight with Frankie Edgar that I'll get the title shot after. Wow. That's okay. fucking motivation right there. Hells yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, do you do that thing like where a lot of people do the creative visualization and they visualize themselves as a champion? Do you do stuff like that? Um, I mean, I have thoughts about it and everything, you know, like I for sure dream about it. It's always been a goal of mine. And uh, to be this close, it, I'm almost like just happy, you know, because before it's like anything in life, you know, you always dream about it, you think about it and but it's only just a vision, you know? It's something that you fantasize about. And now to be actually, like, fighting a legend like Frankie, sharing the octagon with someone like that, whatever whatever, whatever the outcome is, I shared the octagon with the man, you know? So it's like, that in itself is, 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 a, is a victory. And and to be 26 years old, or 27 now, actually, this, this last week I turned 27. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, homie. Yeah, yeah what a hey. great birthday gift, yeah. right? I know, right? Training cat getting punched in the face for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like all but, aspects you know, of it, though? Yeah, no, but I love it. You know, to be 27 and, and be in these talks and these conversations is something that, that I'm already happy and I'm blessed to be able to be here, you know? So, now, I love you know, it. Now, Brian, you got the nickname T-City for your triangles, but your guillotines, like, I mean, they're... That's as nasty as it, as it comes, man. Like you yes. look like a you look like a fucking pit bull on Cub Swanson couldn't not get you off the fucking neck. Uh, do you which now? I'm 
Listen, I mean, which one? I'm surprised you think that's not your fucking nickname. Is the fucking guillotine kid or something? But which which one do you feel is a little bit more precise, or are they just both money? Are you just when they get on somebody's no, uh, screen? Honest, uh, honestly, man, like the funny part is, um, I got that nickname when I was 16, T City. <laughs> oh, it's and, and I found my whole, and I found my amateur career with that name, and then I found my pro career with that name, and then I want at a certain a lot of times in my career I wanted to change it. Just because it's like, dude, you're just not a triangle guy. You're more than that. But yeah. it's like, yeah, let's stick with it. It's already there, you know? Hey, man, it is a cool name, though. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Well, listen, Brian T-City Ortega, he's fighting this weekend versus the great Frankie Edgar. I can't, I listen, Brian, personally, I always enjoy watching your fights, man. I've, I've met you personally. You're cool as hell. Very zen-like and very mature. Yes. Not a, not a weird, like, not a nerdy type way, but a very mature for a guy your age, man. Where do you get your zen from? Is that, is that from uh, surfing? I know you're a big surfer. Well, I mean, what? No, man. I mean, surf, yeah, surfing calms you down for sure, but uh, I hang around with nothing but OGs, man, you know? Like, <laughs> I hang out with yeah like i hang out with ogs i'm, I'm constantly around people who, who have a lot of wisdom in life um i feel like my youngest friend is 35 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like 35 my youngest friend is 35 henner henner's the youngest friend i have you know that's all <laughs> well listen so, man uh, Go ahead. and that guy's wise beyond his years as well so i just try to hang out with some people and, and honestly it's like I just learned a lot about life, and I've been through so much that that it kind of that's just kind of the way I am now, man. Well, hey, man, I love your energy, man. I love your fights, and I'm looking forward to your fight this weekend. All right, Brian. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, bro. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate that. Thanks, right. Brian. Take care, Brian Ciao. Ortega. Right. Bye. Yeah, have a good day. All right, man. That's the the great Brian. Twenty seven years old. Listen, I'm feeling old, Matt. I pulled my groin on the stupid Versa climber, yeah. and now I just feel like an old lady. That's why I keep talking about it. I know, I'm in my thirties, and it's just You're stuff hurts poor now. Blush over there before you bring it up. <laughs> sex positions. Calm it, down, was it was Every a joke. Every Chris Medusa's under Listen, the table. Listen to me, I really quick. Leg we, hurts. we don't have a lot of time. Hit that movie minute, really quick. Oh, here we uh, go. Well, hold on. Can I just say this? Just about this fight. We'll do the movie minute. Yeah, and we go over our picks. Good, good, good. But I was gonna say this. This 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 is a really I know we're gonna do our picks Wednesday. This is a really tough matchup. It is because Ortega is a super likable guy. Freaking Frankie never gets an easy one. No, and I you know I after the Cub Swanson fight I I picked Ortega would be the yeah. champion at the end of the year. But shit, man, it's hard to pick. Well, we're Frankie. doing our picks on this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll but, do. I mean, on yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, and as far as our other, well, I guess we have no time to do our other picks. No, do we, we? we could go over them quick. But you want to do a movie minute? Let's, let's, let, let's bang this out. He's got to get it out of his let's system. Let's bang this out. And if worse comes to worst, we could always do the the thing when Jimmy's here because sure. uh, we could, you know, go over my glory because I think I did better than him this week. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we, we could we could wait. On we'll that. wait right, on uh, on the picks because I we I want to really not rush and talk about some of those fights. We got the Sarah McMahon fight in. Yeah, we touched on a little of them. But everybody listen in on Thursday, and we'll go over the last fight code because I want to talk about it with Jimmy. Uh, not that I don't want to talk about it with Phoenix, but we got our picks and yada yada. Really I quick, I know the drill. Fucking hit it. Hi, everybody. Give me a high 10 now, <laughs> Phoenix. Nice. Okay. We're going to talk really quick about The Last Jedi. All right. All right. Now, no, there's no. going to be some spoilers. I'm telling you right now. That's why I didn't do it in front of Frankie because it's, the movie's been out for fucking six months now. So, I mean, give me a break. It's been out for a while. Might be out of theater soon. So, we could talk so about it. If you it. don't want the spoilers, just yeah, fast forward the next. 
90 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're at the end of the show. So now, really quick, or not really quick, I there's things I liked with the movie, but there's some major things I had a major problems with. Tell me your thoughts. Opening scene, I dug, I, I liked, I enjoyed it. You know? Okay. Maybe a little jokey, a little too much with the whole who's yeah, on the hold. Yeah, the on hold. The mother's on hold. Right, and, yeah. Eh, a little that, little, I, but I didn't mean, like that. But Poe. Dameron, you know, yes. Yes, he's he's known to be a little... It, it kind of... Yeah, that his character does do that. But you don't silly. have to make a fool out of Hux because you take the villains. And, and Marvel does this a lot, except yeah. Black Panther. They actually established you a mean very Disney, strong... You mean Disney? Disney, who is yeah. now owned by... Yes. Uh, Marvel's now owned by Disney. They have diluted some of the fear that you get from your villains. So General Hux is supposed to be commanding and that just kind of took it down a notch for me. So I think comedy is very important because the charm is very much a part of Star Wars and we've had that since the beginning of Star Wars. But sometimes it's like when jokes are forced, I fuck it. I I did not enjoy, and Mark Hamill was very... He's great. He was very, but he was very adamant about, I don't think he enjoyed the direction that Luke went. He didn't. Now, I mean, Luke, you know, he's like a hermit. When they find Luke... (sighs) The second they, the when they, they really screwed J.J. Abrams. Yeah, they because he set this whole thing up about just how it ended with him dump hand, on it. She sends, she hands him the lightsaber at the end of that first movie, The Force Awakens. Right, and I, I enjoyed The Force Awakens by the Me way. Me too. So you know, he, she now in this one he just takes it, throws it over his shoulder. I think you know it was a letdown with how 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 they how Luke was in this movie very much and what really my main main problem because this could have fixed everything at the at the end of the movie we're going to fast forward a little bit you know at least in the spoilers Luke uses his force we don't know at the time mm-hmm. you know he uses his for the amazing control he could put his he could make his like a hologram of himself from across the fucking galaxy right. or whatever to show up, have a conversation with Leia. He's walking around. What is he? What is he? A ghost? He's talking to. He's talking to Leia. Nobody's noticing anything. No. So, but then, so he's still. He's you know he's using the four. Now you don't know this because you know when we're watching it, we're thinking, oh, Luke shows up. He's gonna actually. It was actually talked about earlier. He was thought, oh, what am I gonna face the whole? Um, uh, what are they called again? The, uh, the, the, not the empire anymore. It's the it's, fucking, uh, uh the, reason, the, thir- no. the first, uh, the first, right. The first order. Yeah. Is first, the first order. order? First order. Yeah. It's first I, order. I, I, you're looking at me. I, don't yeah. know. I said the, the third Reich, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the Nazis, right? yeah. but they're well, kind of Nazis. They, do kinda, they are yeah. kind of Nazi like, so, you know, he's like, first what am I going to face them all? My laser sword making a, a joke about it. But then there he is. There's a scene of the, of him opening up to go face. Yeah, there's the ATT's whole first order. And he's got his sword. He's got his sword. He's got his lightsaber, lightsaber. and it's such a. It's a very vis- visually. It's beautiful. Yeah. It turns out that he's not really there. It's a fucking hologram, and you know, right. and, and but you see the fight scene starting, and it shows. Well, first of all, Luke looks a little different than he did in the whole movie. He looks right. cleaned up a little bit. He looks a little thinner. His hair's not as gray and whatnot. But it shows that he could that he could he's do that still. powerful. But no, but what happens is in that like little fight scene that he's never really actually hitting the lightsaber, he's ducking underneath it and this and that. It shows that they could have used Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker in a in a role like that. He could still do like the lightsaber shit and he's bouncing around. But he made it a hologram. How about you use that crazy you have such a power of the force? How about you really go to that fucking planet and you pick up one of these fucking ad and you throw it into the other <laughs> one and we see 
him go out like a fucking space samurai on his go out on your fucking shield luke skywalker give him a proper send-off he's not really there he's on a rock and he's on a <laughs> and all of a sudden he dies afterwards all right, I used. I know why he died because he used so much that you know what he used so much force and power. It took so much out of him to put that hologram. How about use that fucking power to get that fucking uh, X-wing fighter out of the goddamn water where you fucking crash landed or whatever you did to get there? Get the water. Use that. You, you know, use your force to spark that thing up again. Go and fucking go out like a fucking hero. Oh, why is that too? Or that's not wacky enough? It's like what is this? The sixth sense in space. Fuck that. <laughs> Boo. Oh, oh, he's not really there. I see what they did. He he made it like he was there, but then he's not really there. Yeah, good choice. Good. Take a shit of my childhood, why don't you? Okay, so everything you just said, what? copy, paste, send, I feel the exact same way. It Should've made me there. so Thanks. upset. And then let me add to that. Go ahead. Princess Leia, okay? Now General Leia. It's weird with that. Who's amazing. Yes, one of the greatest females in my childhood. Yeah. She fucking blows up and then just just floats through space like Mary Poppins. People had a big problem with that. Yes, I did. I, I had a, a problem, problem with, with it. I did. But you I thought have, it was a good time to get rid of her. I mean, so you know, she's not forced, coming back. You're force sensitive. No, but she was alive. She just floated through space and yeah. nothing happened to her. Well, and she's then she's the in force, like though. a thing. Well, yeah, but you're force sensitive. The million ways you could have used the force. This is how this is how they showcase you. This is how you use it. Mary Poppins. This is it. She flew. She flew. Back. I did not like that at all. Well, I was so pissed off. I almost tossed. I thought this is how they get. This is how they're gonna end it with her. But she's alive at the end of the movie. So when they do the next one, well, the next one's got a lot have of JJ and JJ Abrams doing it again. That guy's gonna be like, ah, oh, thanks. Well, who's the guy who just did it? What's his name? Brian. 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 Something. Yeah, I like the guy that did Looper. Got his name. The guy that did Looper. Yeah, but listen, which I didn't I mean, really like. Looper. Yeah, you know what's so weird? Brian Johnson. You know what's so weird, yeah. man? Like <sighs> the guy seemed like a really fan, huge fan, and I know he's setting up. He's set to do a, a few why, of his own. Why don't we know who Snoke is? I don't know who the fuck Snoke is. That's another thing. They set up this whole thing with Snoke. And Snoke, Snoke just dies. And what about? Deal. And, and he dies. He dies with his tongue hanging out, like that, my, the way my dog sleeps. But everything that was set up, Phoenix from the Force Awakens. Shit on. Well, no, on. And what about oh Ray? Who are you, you know who your parents are? They're nobody. nobody. Nothing. They're nobody. No, not nothing. JJ Abrams probably like what the fuck? He's probably like oh my god, why I just set all this up, and now I got to play cleanup now. It was you like this. lazy writing. It was like uh you know what? No, they're nobodies. I, they're nobodies. Too, you just have almost, the force, but it's almost being too smart for your own good. Like oh, and then they're having those little things. Oh, put a shirt on when we're doing our little. Uh, FaceTime through the force. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, what was that? What was that teenage love thing with the dad catch just Skyping with your boyfriend and it was Luke Skywalker? That's weird. Some of the things I liked about it, the way that general chick or that other, the second in command from Leia, how she took that, she hyperspaced into the fucking... That would have been a way to kill Leia. Hyperspaced? What'd she do? Hyperdrive? Ludicrous speed. Don't be... That's (laughs) space balls. Everybody knows space balls. But anyway... We'll end it on this. I did not. I didn't uh, like it. I, you know what? I was upset with it. I'm sorry. And there's certain like things I did like about I, it. Yoda. Yay. Yoda shows up. Okay. Good. Good. Great. They, I'm happy about that. At the end of the day, if they would have made that one change, they could have made a, such a scene of Luke showing up and just going out <gasps> Rogue One style. Well, listen, if Why you're going to cool, if you're going to kill him off, you know, give him a, give him a proper and then, and then Viking the, samurai fucking ending. I feel it. I feel you. You know? Not just dissipate into the, the air. What the fuck are they as a matter like a with fart. them? What? 
He just dissipates into the air like What's a fart. Like she's ter- I'm Sex <laughs> farts. What are you? <laughs> it's been around you know. too much. <laughs> How many bathroom breaks are you giving it? Take it, dude. Take a bathroom break. Take us uh, do what you want to do during this movie. Right. I'm upset with it. Uh, there's certain things I did. Enjoy. I did listen. I'm still. I'm still gonna watch the next one. I. I did see it twice. I mean, there's certain things I, I have did to see like it again because it. I was too pissed after the first time you know, I the, saw it the, to really kind of give it better judgment. The fight scene with the. I mean, the other guys turned into fucking ninjas. The 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 Imperial Guard. The Imperial Guard, the Crimson Guards, the or Crimson whatever. Guard, whatever. The they guy, they had different cool like. Yeah, I don't know the fucking Chinese space weapons. nunchucks or whatever. I, I mean, they got a, that got a little weird too. It was cool, but it was like a little whatever. I don't know. They got a. They have to do something. Uh, JJ's going to come back in and, and, and get that, that And that save sh- the day. Uh, no somehow. pressure, JJ. I mean, no I pressure. don't know, man. That's a big mess to clean up, Phoenix. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, we're not going to get all the answers See, this today. is how I know I'm old. I'm getting cranky about it. Well, Phoenix, <laughs> listen. Yeah, for, so as far as that, take some bathroom breaks all you want. And then go back and watch The, the Force Awakens. But hey, listen. I'll tell you this, Phoenix. Yep. You know, we had a good time today. Now I'm mad. Why I'm in a bad don't, mood don't, that don't we just talked angry. about. No, this. we had a good show. Don't You're leave angry. Okay. We had a good right. time. Phoenix, what do you want to plug, buddy? Uh, in Fighting Shape is my podcast. We talk is. about everything from combat sports to health, wellness to fitness to all types of funny stuff. I like that you haven't had me back on. Is that because I'm not in Fighting Shape? No. I so what's going on? Oh, on? oh, you can only have Frankie Edgar abs to be on In Fighting Shape. With fucking Hello, Phoenix you were my second guest. What are you talking about? Who was your first? It was just, you know, an intro. It's an intro thing. So I was basically your first guest. All right, everybody. Me, I don't know. SarahBJJ.com. My kids did great over the weekend. Congrats to them. Yeah, that's cool. That's and, a cool uh, story. You know, I'll be back in a couple days with Jimmy. And you got to not be a stranger, Phoenix Carnival. I'd love to come back. i love to come back. And I appreciate everybody on Twitter hitting me up when I'm on the show. So thank you guys They like that. when you're on here. I, I got people come up to you. You and Phoenix have great chemistry. I'm like, yeah, she's my buddy. We do. We do, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. All right, you're jumping on the train. We're going. I am, I am. Maybe we'll go get some pizza because I'm actually hungry. All right, everybody. We will be back in a couple of days. UFC Unfiltered, we out. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.